Good morning, Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave for this edition, this Tuesday morning edition of the MagnaWave Office Hours. We come to you every Tuesday morning to uh, answer questions, whatever that may be, about machines, uh, training, certification, whatever it may be uh, that you'd like to discuss, we're here to do that. So you can uh, post your questions in you on the YouTube thread if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, you can also post them in the uh, Facebook uh, comment area if you'd like to post there I'll see them on my uh, computer here so please feel free to do that if you're uh, watching on CastBox um, you can post your questions there as well so good morning to our friends on CastBox that uh, listenership is growing slowly but it's growing uh, CastBox is a form of um, being able to listen to these broadcasts without watching them so you don't have to have the video application. Very convenient if you're in your car or you're doing something that you don't have the ability to, to watch. So CastBox uh, is available. I think Chris will probably put the uh, link into the uh, Facebook page so you can use that in the future if you'd like to. A couple of uh, things here. It's time to be thinking about MagnaWave 2020 coming up next June. Uh, if you buy your tickets prior to January the 1st, they're $300 for your tickets, so you're going to save probably about 100 bucks if you buy before January 1st. And if you do that, you'll be entered into a drawing uh, for a free hotel stay at MagnaCon. So uh, it's a good deal in itself. Uh, so MagnaCon 2020 is shaping up nicely. A lot of things are going to be happening. Some new stuff will be taking place. So uh, have a look at MagnaCon 2020. Um, so that's the situation there. If you have interest, be sure to check that out. Good morning, Hazel. Good morning, Zoe. Bridget, good morning. Felicia, good morning. Thank you uh, for being with us. Also, if you'd like to talk with me, uh, send me a text to 502-599-9722, and I will call you back, and uh, we can have a conversation about whatever, about whatever it is that you'd like to discuss. And as I've always said a million times, I like to do that because when we have a conversation, we quite often uh, go deeper into the particular topic uh, that you're wanting to discuss. So please feel free to text 502-599-9722, and I will promptly uh, call you back or post your questions in Facebook, and uh, we will be happy to uh, have a conversation with you. One other little thing very quickly, only one time today, uh, if you're interested in CBD products, check out jutehealth.com. Uh, it's a new line of products that I'm involved with, jutehealth.com. It has a wholesale program and a referral program uh, that you might find interesting. So there you go. Um, if you have interest, just check it out. All right, so if there's any questions, please feel free to enter them uh, at this point, and I'll be happy to take a look at them. Uh, someone writes that they have a three-year-old golden retriever to work on for the next couple of days that has hip dysplasia, or seems to have hip dysplasia. Suggestions on areas to treat and how often. Well, I would certainly treat the hip that is a problem uh, that they're having a problem with. I would also treat both hips because quite often if they're having stress on one hip, uh, that will cause confirmation issues and will cause them to put stress on the other hip at the same time. So I'd treat both hips, uh, probably of overall full body treatment as well. I would treat at a moderate setting, a comfortable setting for the, for the animal uh, for 10 to 15 minutes over that area and I would do it uh, if you're doing it for the first time you might do it a couple of times uh, the first few days or I would certainly do it um, a few times in a row to get ahead of that situation and as needed to help the dog 
uh, feel better and to progress as you'd like. We had this situation with our boxer years ago and uh, so we basically uh, treated her and uh, they told her she was going to have to have surgery and after the surgery we're going to have to carry her around for a number of days or weeks uh, so she didn't stress her hips and they told us that you probably have to do the other hip as well uh, that's kind of a normal occurrence and so by us using PEMF uh, MagnaWave type of PEMF on her uh, she never had to have the surgery and her other hip held fine and she would hold uh, it took us you know took several we were using a lower power unit so it took several days several treatments to get her to where uh, she was responding favorably and she would hold it uh, well for a number of days potentially until she'd chase a rabbit or chase a squirrel across the yard and then she'd get gimping a little bit and go right back to treating her and she uh, did quite well uh, for several years um, after that type of thing. So that's how I would do it. I would treat as often as possible basically to get the uh, animal to where it's comfortable and then I would treat as often as necessary to maintain that level of, of comfort um, for the animal. So that's, that's a good question. Let's see any other questions here. Um, Janet's with us as well. Good morning. Thanks for being with us this morning. If you have any questions, just put them um, in the chat box at this point. Uh, another question, how do people carry their XL wings? If you're a practitioner and uh, you have XL wings, can they be folded? Yes, you can take the XL wings, double them down and fold them to where they might be just this size and put them in a duffel bag or in some type of carrying uh, unit that you, that you have. So, <clears throat> certainly feel free uh, to do that. Um, another question that someone has asked, does anyone use thermal imaging, thermal imaging with MagnaWave, horses, people, and pets? And I would say that over the years I've worked with several people who have in fact used uh, thermal imaging. They, most of the folks use from the Flare uh, company, but uh, they, can, you, they got imaging uh, cameras that can attach to your phone and do it that way or there are specific cameras that you can purchase for the thermal imaging and it's quite it's quite interesting when you have a heat area on the body and you take a thermal image of it number one you can see the heat you can see the areas of issue with the thermal imaging and then you can treat uh, the person pet uh, or large animal and you can see afterwards take another image and you can you'll be able to see how the temperatures and the areas of problem has changed and uh, quite often for the better and uh, so thermal there are a lot of folks who have done that over the years and provide those types of services along with their MagnaWave uh, types of treatments uh, so it's it's a good thing to approach and it certainly works so if you have questions about that Aaron has had some experience with thermal imaging and uh, would certainly be willing to discuss that with you as well uh, should you have an interest let's see if there's any questions over here I don't see anything else at this point let me check um, someone says no audio Sal says no audio on CastBox well, I don't understand that let me make sure that everything is no, um, that's okay. We'll see what we can figure out there. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to treat someone with arthritis in their thumb and suggestions on how long to treat, how long before this person might see some results. Well, we've learned over the years that uh, if you have that type, any type of situation, quite often after one 10 to 15 minute session, you can see some improvement. You can have less pain, maybe better mobility, whatever, whatever it may be. But you have to understand, it's a buildup of calcium, the nerves become uh, 
aggravated and you get pain there, inflammation in that particular joint that you're dealing with and it's very difficult, takes time to get inflammation out of nerves. So you might have a, an improvement of a from on a scale of one to 10, the pain level at 10, you might get it to an eight or a seven after one treatment, but with subsequent treatments, you'll be able to work on that area. And you also have to understand that as soon as you're finished, if you're treating a thumb or an area like that where there is arthritis, buildup of calcium, at irritation of the cartilage and the muscle and the nerves in that area, as uh, soon as you finish, they're going to start doing it again and it's going to work to be re-aggravated. You're not going to get rid of the buildup of calcium that causes the problems uh, with, the, with the arthritis. Uh, however, you can also, what's beneficial if someone is having the arthritis begin and to creep into the area, if you're treating, you can slow that process down, retard that process significantly so you don't have the development as rapidly the buildup because you have good blood circulation to the area, you've got good oxygen to the area, so it's going to be work to be remain normal and to not have that type of problem so that's what you can you can deal with when you're dealing with that and so I would think that they can see an improvement after one treatment one or two treatments and with subsequent treatments it can continue to improve and so that's the way to approach that did you have a question cast box take a look at that I'm gonna work on this. we're gonna work on cast box okay uh, any other questions? Uh, simply, um, I don't know how to get him now because he's got my cast box. <laughs> okay, you have a question? Yes. Uh, okay. Brianna Palmer says, good morning. Does MagnaWave affect microchips in animals? Great question, uh, and we've done several tests with that uh, back when they first started microchipping uh, the animals, and we have found that it does not affect the chip. The chip is not a like a, a recording device. It it's cut, it's a, it stores it on the chip, and then it's there for them to scan and get off. It's not anything that maintains. Uh, like a like a hard drive or anything like that. So our experience has been that uh, chips are fine uh, with MagnaWave and other devices to be used around them. Great question, and that comes up periodically, and we need to refresh people on the fact that they uh, can uh, solve, not have problems with uh, microchips in their in their pets uh, and so forth. Great question. Uh, thanks for asking. If you'd like to send me a text, we can discuss something. It's 502-599-9722 and uh, I'll get your text and I'll give you a call back and we'll be able to have a conversation about whatever it is that you'd like to discuss. 502-599-9722. Let's see. Question, does MagnaWave help with macular degeneration? Um, Well, it's certainly going to help the blood flow and the circulation to the area of the eye where you're having a degradation and you're having some problems. So can that good blood flow and cellular activity be beneficial to the retardation or the healing of those types of things? Potentially uh, that aid is there when you're dealing with with macular degeneration. There have been people talking about one of our supplements that we have, the C60 supplement, uh, that is now available in uh, in capsule form or in the liquid, <clears throat> and people have taken that in pretty high doses and have seen some improvement uh, with their macular uh, degeneration uh, using C60, and then certainly you can hold the, <clears throat> hold the coil up to your 
up to your face, maybe the, the small loop, hold it up and, and be able to uh, give some nourishing energy to your eyes and facial area as well. And with that said, talking about macular degeneration, it's got nothing to do with what I'm going to say, but if you hold the coil up, it's, uh, we've learned that it helps uh, with wrinkles, it helps the collagen development the, in, the, in the facial area, it helps plumpness of the, of the molecules of the skin and that type of thing. So many people have used over the years uh, the PEMF for aiding in uh, uh, age marks or uh, wrinkles so forth um, in the face. So there's a lot of reasons to hold that uh, coil <laughs> up to your face. Any other questions at this point? Okay, so if you have a question, just simply put it up there. I think we've got it working uh, at this point on the cast box. Uh, come over to Restream. Good morning, Leanne. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Kate. And uh, thank you for being with me. Um, again, if you have a question, simply put it in the in the chat cast box and I, in, the, in the chat box on Facebook and I'd be happy to uh, to answer it for you and have a discussion with it. 502-599-9722 if you'd like to give me a call and have us uh, talk about a particular question that you may have. Client's horse diagnosed with EPM has run the course of meds. Would it be safe to treat now? Once the there <clears throat> Over the years, our position has been, of course, we always try to work very closely with the veterinarians, and the position kind of has been that wait until the horses have, have gone through their medication process and then begin treatments to help the uh, muscles become healthy and relieve and move the, the areas away in, into the lymphatic system, the, the parasites that are attacking in many cases. And so we've typically waited till the end. There are veterinarians today who have said that they want to treat during the medication process to help the, the amount of medication that's utilized by the body to maybe help that situation heal in a better manner. So it's kind of up to the veterinarian, but certainly uh, it, it, what you would do in this case, if you're asking that question, is to wait, and the meds process of, has been followed and it's completed, certainly you can begin to treat. We know that you're not going to typically be able to treat a horse that suffered from EPM one time and see a tremendous result. It takes multiple treatments because it's a very debilitating uh, condition that the parasites cause to the nervous system and the spinal cord and so forth where they get and begin to attack. So it's going to take multiple treatments. We've had horses on the racetrack that have had EPM that need to be treated continually once or twice a week. Uh, always, but yet when they do that, then they compete uh, more standardly in, in the way that they expect them to compete. So just understand that it's going to take more than one treatment or more than one session when you're dealing with the, the results of EPM and you're trying to help the improvement of this animal to better heal itself and proceed in that fashion. So. Uh, that's the situation. Always check with your veterinarian to see what their thoughts might be. I had a question last night, and, and this is a good, a good thing. We've got a question over here I'll take a look at. But I had a question last night. A uh, bull that's going to go to the NFR uh, to compete uh, as, far as part of that competition has had some joint issues, and they've put process where they've given some injections to this particular, uh, in both legs, $12,000 an injection. Uh, and the question was, can I treat? <laughs> 
after that injection. Well, you certainly want to clear that with a veterinarian, understand what it's doing. And uh, so my question to them, are they injecting this into the bursa, it, of the, of the, the bursa that's surrounding the joint that, that's gonna keep that injection in the bursa? Even if you treat it, you're not gonna push it out. Uh, however, there are times when they inject uh, and they follow through with procedures to block something and it's into the muscle tissue around an area. And if you treat that, you could in fact push that away or, or help disseminate that into the body. And so you don't want to necessarily do that. So that's a big question to always ask. With, with that type of injection, I would certainly wait and see what it's going to do. I mean, if they get the result that they're looking for, and then you can come in a few days later as a support to help relieve that inflammation that's there that's causing the issue, then that gives you some opportunity to do that and to be uh, supplemental. So I would certainly wait 24 to 48 hours for things to stabilize, check with the veterinarian as to the type of injection and how it was administered so you know that you're not going to neutralize, uh, help help neutralize something in that type of situation. Got squeakers upstairs. Uh, we're in a new studio uh, here at MagnaWave and uh, that's something that we need to think about uh, wherever that's at. Uh, but at any rate, uh, we are in a new studio and there are folks above us and so we just, I don't know if you heard the squeak, but there was a little squeak uh, that we just heard. Okay, let's see here, questions. Uh, what would be the protocol for a child dealing with paralysis from the waist down? She has physical therapy at least three times per week. Well, if they're certainly thinking that the physical therapy is going to help reverse that or allow the child to be more comfortable and gain some strength or whatever it may be to reverse that paralysis type situation. Understanding that what MagnaWave is doing is to help the blood oxygenation, allow the body to have a better uptake of oxygenation, better blood flow, which could be very supportive of anything they're doing in the physical therapy. So I would certainly think the protocol would be to perhaps treat prior to the physical therapy and then after for the recovery because sometimes physical therapy requires some recovery after it's completed the discomfort or the muscle soreness that that is a result of that so to treat after to help the recovery to help the oxygenation the blood flow to the area could certainly be very beneficial to the project or the process that they're attempting to uh, to go through uh, with the paralysis that's a sad situation when you think of a child that's paralyzed from the waist down don't know the reason or, or why it happened but if they think it's something that the physical therapy could be an aid to then we can help support the aspect of the physical therapy uh, in those processes. So, great question. I uh, hope that was satisfactory. Um, would you please explain how MagnaWave helps a colicking horse? Sure, well, certainly there are many different, oh, here we go, we got a message which we'll come back to in just a second to have a look at and give a call. But, um, so in, in this type of situation, what we wanna do is number one, you wanna make sure that it's not, uh, uh, entangled or in turned in you know uh, entangled in any way that would require surgery uh, if, they, if that's the case then there's not a lot that we can accomplish however if it's a blockage uh, that's causing the colicking uh, blockage and stopping up basically of the colon and, and the body what you want to do is you're going to basically with the magnawave massaging the area of, of problem and hopefully 
the massaging process of the intestines, of the colon, of the body can help move whatever that blockage is. If it's gas blockage, it can help break it up and pass the gas. Uh, if it's another type of blockage, you want to certainly be able to do the, the gut area, the colon, the intestinal area, and then certainly the rectal area, the, the top back rectal area of the horse as well to kind of massage all of that to help move things along and break things up. Uh, in the beginning, I'll just give you a quick uh, situation to that. In the beginning, uh, people thought, oh no, you can't do anything, you don't do anything around colic, don't treat horses with colic, and certainly we followed that and we gave those recommendations. One day, uh, a trainer called and said, my horse is colicking. Uh, my veterinarian said, we're going to put it down tomorrow. Uh, can we treat it? And I said, why not treat it? And, the, and they called the veterinarian, and the veterinarian says, I don't care what you're going to do. The horse is going to put the horse down tomorrow. And uh, what they did is they began to treat. They would treat the area for 15 or 20 minutes, and then they would let it rest, make sure that the, it was hydrated, and they treat the area again. And after two or three sessions of that, the horse passed. Uh, passed. It, it was a blockage of, of was, I believe it was a gas blockage uh, at that point. And, uh, and they passed the thing. They had a great bowel movement also that was a problem and the horse began to recover. And that horse was kind of prone to those situations so they found that they ultimately did that a number of times over a few years. But when the vet came back the next day and the horse was up and uh, recovering and doing well, then all of a sudden that began to turn and people would say, well, yes, if we can, if it's not a surgical situation, let's certainly give it a try. Uh, some veterinarians would say, let's do it until I get there and see what's going on uh, in, in various uh, indications. So uh, that's what we're doing is we're basically massaging the area that is blocked, whatever it is, if it's a, a fecal blockage or if it's a gas blockage or whatever it can be, or something they've eaten, sand and stuff gets into their into their body, and then you got to help move it along and uh, get it out. So uh, that's kind of how it works with that. We're just massaging the area. Okay, let's see. Uh, I have a question um, about hemiplegic migraines. All right, let's give this a call and see what we get. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. So what can I help so I, you with? I have a question. I have a referral um, of a man who has hemiplegic migraines that mm -hmm. last for days, and he has a steel plate. Um, he had an aneurysm four, four years ago, and these migraines last for days and didn't know how MagnaWave could affect that. Have they, did, they, did they surgically remove the aneurysm? Assuming so, if he has a steel plate. Okay, so okay, that that, that's that's a good question. But uh, and and what I would do there is certainly uh, it, the steel plate is in the where is the steel plate in the back of his head? Uh, that I don't know. Okay. I haven't. The point being is you you could treat the back of the head. You could put the large loop over the shoulders and treat the head you know, in this fashion with the signal going up and down. The plate, we found rods and screws and plates and things of like that typically do not cause a problem. 
because of their size, they don't heat up our, our burst of energy, our, our nanosecond bursts of energy, so we're not doing it in a manner that it's going to cause heat to be produced on the, in the body or in the plate or rods. You always want to check that. You always want to make sure they're comfortable. And what I would do is, uh, again, one way to begin to approach it would be to put the large loop over the head, rest it on the shoulders and, and the chest, and begin to treat at a low setting and gradually work it up for comfort and, and treat in this fashion. Do that for two or three minutes, stop, and ask them if they're comfortable or, or what's going on. And if they're comfortable and they're not feeling any sensations, then you would be free to, uh, or you would be okay to treat those types uh, of patients. Certainly you want to make sure about the aneurysm. Uh, although uh, my wife had a descending uh, or an ascending aortic aneurysm for years and we treated all the time and there's a whole story behind that uh, and how that worked out, but it worked out great. But uh, so you could do that and certainly give that a try. Um, with the uh, coils at that point. All right, thank you. And would you do that like every day or well, a few if, times if, a week? You know, if, if, these, if these migraines are lasting days, uh, to certainly treat him three or four days in a row and see how he's feeling. Uh, you could use the, the butterfly loop and come right at the back of the head where a lot of folks do use it um, to, to approach or you could simply put fly over the head and at a very low comfortable setting of course uh, I would do it a few days in a row to try to get him to the relief that he's looking for and don't forget to treat his feet uh, I would simply put the feet in the large loop or on the butterfly or the paddle or on a mat if you have a mat and treat the feet that kind of works the uh, system of reflexology uh, up into the body to help support uh, what you're doing from the ref reflexology, uh, reflexology standpoint. So that's what I would do. Yes, I would not worry about treating uh, multiple times in that in uh, that type situation. But you certainly, again, they might want to check with their doctor and make sure that they're comfortable with with what you're going to do or what's uh, how you're helping the blood circulation and the blood flow to the area. And even you know, with a migraine with pain, we're we're dealing with inflammation. We're dealing with constriction in in the in the head which brings on the migraines and so by virtue of bringing oxygenation and improving blood flow or allowing the body to improve its blood flow would should certainly help that situation I, it's certainly worth a try okay thank you very much thank you thanks for calling uh, send your email to support at MagnaWave PMF and you'll be uh, eligible to win today's gift packet ba gift bag of MagnaWave gear mugs shirts hats uh, news and views, whatever it may be, it will be available to you. So send your email to support at magnawavepmf.com. Will do. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Uh huh. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Great question. That's uh, always something that we, uh, as we try to deal with various uh, situations, we want to realize again that what we're doing is allowing the body to make better utilization of the oxygen that's available to it, which helps reduce inflammation. You reduce inflammation and you certainly uh, relieve pain, which is beneficial to well-being. Okay, let's see. Um, hydrating, let's see, how would you... I know it helps, but not sure how to explain how this is helping or what it's doing. Here's the question. Um, how would you explain MagnaWave helping the colic, hydrating the large intestine, relaxation, stress relief? I know it helps, but not sure how to explain how it is helping or what it's doing. As I pointed out with the, with the colic, basically what we're doing is we're massaging the areas of, of the gut and the intestines uh, of the body to try to 
break up or relieve anything that's in there. So I wouldn't worry about talking, you know, the hydrating the, the intestines and yes, relaxation is big. Stress, they, they're in a lot of stress when they have that. So just to treat that area and you might want to treat their head and their neck at the same time so they are relaxed, so they don't have as much stress because they certainly are stressed in those situations when they don't when they don't feel good but basically what you're doing is you're massaging the area to help move whatever is the obstruction as long as it's not uh, tied or, or inverted or anything like that that would require a surgical type of procedure uh, have a client with inflammation in his left foot when should I start therapy <clears throat> immediately uh, if someone's having an, uh, inflammation and uh, pain, the, the, the more you can treat it, the sooner you can begin to treat it, you can stop it from getting worse. Uh, as we've discussed a lot of times, uh, and when you talk about athletic injury, they'll have the stress to the joint, to the body, whatever it may be, inflammation occurs, and so they've, there they have the, the injury, and the quicker you get to it, you're gonna keep it from getting worse, potentially, as far as the inflammation is concerned. A lot of times in injuries, inflammation becomes as much as an obstacle uh, to the healing process as the in injury because of the inflammation, because of the swelling, just impedes and, and hurts everything in that type of situation. So the sooner you get after uh, an indication like that, uh, the better off you are. When I, I tore my, or I tore, I, I severely stressed my MCL uh, on my leg a few years ago when we were moving into our first offices, um, and immediately, it sounded like a baseball bat uh, hitting the ball, uh, when it happened and I um, and I did not have a machine with me so I went home uh, and immediately treated myself for about 30 minutes with as much energy as I could apply uh, and I did that three times a day initially and I was able to keep moving and keep going uh, and then what I did uh, I used one of Bob Dennis's devices and I wore it on my knee in between treatments to just it's a low power device just to help keep energy moving to the area. So I used both devices in, in complement, and people would do that. Maybe they'd use a laser or light therapy in association with the PEMF just to enhance things and, and move them along. But if you have inflammation in a foot like that and you have a situation, treat it immediately, treat it as often as necessary. Uh, as you know, I always talk about treat as long as function continues to improve and then as often as necessary to maintain the maximum function that you do achieve when you're using this type of therapy to provide energy uh, to the body. Any other questions, simply put them in there and I'd be happy to have a look at them. Uh, they, uh, Sal tells me the audio's back on on CastBox, good. And if you have any questions, certainly send me a question and I will be happy to answer it. 502-599-9722 if you'd like to talk with me and you'll be entered to win uh, the gift basket uh, for today. And we certainly like to have a lot of people win those, so give me a call and let's let's visit and talk about things. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them. If you don't have a lot more questions, then we'll move on, let you get on with your day, and uh, everybody will be uh, in good shape. So post a question if you have it. Let's see, um, when a dog had removed, had a toe removed because of cancer, uh, it was healing nicely, and all of a sudden, it's not healing as well as they like. The owner wanted to try Magnaway. They have the semi. They were thinking about using the small butterfly set on medium for 20 minutes. 
Uh, I think that would be excellent. Uh, the toe is removed. Obviously, you want to improve the blood flow to the area, the oxygenation to the area, so the healing can occur uh, more rapidly quite often because of movement, because you know it's a paw, they're out, they're doing things. Even though it may be managed, you have an issue uh, with things healing the way they want them to. And we've seen, there's been plenty of testimonials. If you go to the MagnaWave site and look at testimonials on how this oxygenation and blood flow is beneficial to open wounds and helping the healing process there. So I would certainly uh, say what you're doing to use the butterfly for 20 minutes. Uh, there'd be no reason if the animal was comfortable to put it on high to get more energy into the area. You might do it, you might fluctuate that. You might do five minutes on the medium setting and then five minutes on the high setting. Your tissue likes different intensities to better accept the energy that you're providing. So that'd be one way uh, to approach that type of situation when you're dealing with that. But certainly we've got plenty of testimonials and a lot of um, situations with improved open wound healing. In fact, that's in two of the studies uh, that we're doing at this point. The Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit is doing a study on, is a third party study that we're participating in on venous wound healing, which is open wounds, specifically to help the oxygenation and the blood flow to the wounds. And then at the, uh, at the uh, Los Angeles Veterans Hospital, uh, they're doing uh, bed sores. They're, the, the study will be dealing with bed, store, bed sores and how to, number one, present, prevent bed sores from occurring by having good blood flow and good oxygenation to the area of the body that would be inclined to have a bed sore and to help heal the ones that are there and to help them close. Bed sores are a horrible problem and that's another study that we're currently dealing with. And of course, the third study that we're dealing with is the uh, University of Miami and it's osteoarthritis. If you wanna know about what's available, studies that have been done, situations that have occurred uh, utilizing PEMF, go to pemfprofessionals.com. That's pemfprofessionals.com. That's the AOPP, the Association of PEMF Professionals. And you can ask questions there to look and see what studies have occurred and what has been done. And you can do the same thing if you're looking for that type of information at the MagnaWave International PEMF Education and Resources group page. You can go there and search for various uh, things that people have posted and various topics that you're looking for and you'll see what people utilizing MagnaWave uh, devices have uh, achieved using this type of, of application. So those are two areas where you can go to learn more about how this can uh, be applied. It's the AOPP, PMFProfessionals.com, or the MagnaWave group. Uh, MagnaWave International Education and Resources group page. All right, uh, let's see if there's any other questions here. Let me come over and have a look. Um, let's see, uh, thanks for the swag for last week's questions. I guess Jeff won last week. If somebody wants to be entered, send me a text. Let me call you back. You'll be entered to win this week's uh, group of uh, swag. Let's see, ha I had this treatment for the time yesterday I treated my knee. The best is felt in 15 years. Thanks, Danny, for sharing that. Um, let's see. Left foot. Okay, I have pain in my tib-fib joint from previous energy injury surgery. Excuse me, let me start over here. My glasses, I need to get my glasses again. I have pain in my tib-fib joint from a previous surgery. In addition to the specific joint, it is good practice to treat the joints above and below the target area. Certainly, if you've got having a, a knee problem 
and you want to treat the knee to treat the hip and the ankles and the leg in general or the torso in general is going to help the overall blood oxygen the overall blood flow of the body and where's that going to the leg that that you're having an issue with and so to certainly to treat the, the full leg if you're treating the knee is beneficial because you want to move things away you want to move things into the body and help the blood oxygenation and the blood flow Danny great question I need both knees, both elbows, and a hip bone done. Can that be done at one time appointment uh, and you have, and the person has lines? Yes, you can treat multiple areas uh, of the body at one time. It's not unusual for someone to treat both knees, both hips, shoulders, whatever it may be where they're having a situation, uh, whatever it may be, arthritis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, or in this situation, Lyme's. Lyme's kind of moves in some cases, or people have it in a specific area, and it's very aggravating. Uh, I, I know of one, many cases where people, I, we have sold machines to people who have Lyme disease, and they use it continually to keep things in control and to keep their health and well-being in check or to where they want it. Uh, and some people receive immediate relief, and in, in some cases, one case in particular that I know of, a veterinarian, a, uh, oh, there's a call coming in, we'll get that here in just a second, a, um, a chiropractor in Florida, a young lady was having horrible situations with Lyme, and it had been aggravating her for a number of years, and it was kind of centering in this area of her body. She treated the area one time and relieved the symptoms, and it never came back. That's a miracle in my respect, in my in my thought and conversation about it. Sometimes it takes more treatments uh, in, to, to get everybody is different, certainly. But yes, you can do multiple areas at one time to get the relief you're looking for, and then certainly wherever the line is kind of focused, if that's the kind of if that's what your condition is, treat that area as well because that can help be beneficial there's a lot of referred things that go on with various indications and so we want to just that's where the overall body treatment comes from whether it's a person small animal or a horse to do the overall body it really helps the whole system be able to be energized with this energy and to be in a situation better heal itself um, does using a splitter split the intensity yes so if you have a machine that, that has that typically operates with one attachment and you're going to use a splitter and operate two attachments, uh, it will re, it, it does split the signal. You have more energy going into the two coils, so it does does it take it down 50% or 75%? No, it'll decrease it maybe 15, 20, 20%. And uh, so you can use two, if you're doing two knees, for example, and you want to use the, the, the large loop and the butterfly loop and, and split it and use it, turn it up as what, to what's comfortable uh, on the machine you're using. And if you're using a, a smaller powered machine, you're gonna, you are going to have a diminishment in power, but you're still delivering the same type of energy and the same type of signal to the area to help the uh, overall area uh, hopefully be improved. So yes, the splitter does cut it a bit. Now, we have some uh, new machines that are coming. The, the Vesta Dual is actually uh, two machines. It, it's a little variance of that, but you can run two attachments at the same power level, at the highest power level, uh, alternating the signal. There is a, a couple of new machines uh, with the Maya. It's going to be a dual that you can actually have two machines in the in the box itself the same thing that we understand is being worked on with some other products that we have to have two machines uh, in the same case if you will that allows you to operate 
each coil totally independently. Uh, that's a problem when you do use a splitter. If you're trying to treat the back and you're doing a knee, you're, you're relegated by what the back is comfortable with. So if you're treating a back and you have to turn it down because it's more than is comfortable, then you may not get the knee as high as you want it. That, that's the only issue there. But in reality, if you're doing a knee and you're doing a back, treat the back comfortably and the knee will be getting plenty of energy even though it may be lower than what you would do if you were treating it just by itself. Okay, uh, as a side benefit, does PEMF help flush toxins from the body? I'm curious because I'm in a ketosis and want to make sure that I am flushing toxins released from the converted uh, body fat. And yes, uh, it does help detoxify the body. And in fact, that's one of the things that we always want to caution about. And that's something that my, we experienced at the very beginning. We got, when we got involved with this, uh, my wife had a three herniated discs and she couldn't raise her arm above her shoulder. So we treated her for 30 days every day. And at the end of the 30 days, she had certainly had relief along that period, but at the end of the, she was starting to take on flu-like symptoms because basically we had detoxified her to the point that she was kind of taking on flu-like symptoms. And so what we did stopped for a day or two and she was fine. So we always recommend that if you're treating someone straight for seven or eight days, you might lay off a day just to make sure or two, just to make sure that we don't over detoxify uh, someone uh, so they're uncomfortable. Uh, but yes, it does help serve uh, de to detoxify. You might use a supplement, you know, some people use a green tea or there's various supplements that you can take to help detoxify and this can enhance that situation to move the detoxification um, along. And so, great question, Danny. Thanks for, uh, thanks for asking. If you have another question, just put it up there. Oh, we got a call here, let me, let me do this. Here we go. It's Dawn, so let's uh, give Dawn a call. Good morning. Hello? Yes, do you have a question? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. My horse, I've already posted about him, but my horse is like the love of my life, and he's 28 years old and he has extremely bad arthritis in his neck. Um, he just went to the vet yesterday, and I believe, you know, because I was magnawaving him, that's the only thing that's, like, saving me from putting him down. Uh-huh. But anyway, I need a plan because I now he has to go on butte, and it's going to ruin his stomach. So should I magnawave him twice a day and then his stomach, or what should I do because I don't want to lose my horse? If he is comfortable and you're helping him maintain his comfort, the fact that if you have the time uh, to do him twice a day, that's fine. Uh, if he's having some stomach issues and you want to help the blood flow through the stomach, if it's ulcers or whatever may be going on or just discomfort, you want to help that, I would, you could lightly uh, treat the stomach area to, to, uh, to help that. Uh, that uh, occurrence of the, of the situation, but certainly in his neck and pole and upper shoulders uh, and through the withers to treat him twice a day, five or ten minute treatments. I mean, you don't have to do an hour every time you treat him, but if you're treating his head and neck, certainly you could do that twice a day if you desire. Do it every day and 
you know, and, and with an animal, with a horse, you don't have to be as concerned about detoxification, too, uh, over detoxification, because they're in, the, they're in the grass, they're grazing all the time, so they're getting plenty of toxins in their environment just being in the, in the barn uh, with all the animals and, you know, the stuff that occurs in a stall. Uh, there are plenty of toxins, and so you, you are helping to relieve the toxins, but you don't have to worry about that being a situation with a horse. So my answer would be, if you have the time and you love your animal and you want to work, not love your horse, and you want to try to keep him comfortable, certainly twice a day would uh, not be any reason not to do it. Okay, and would hydro wave help him for arthritis? I'm thinking not, but... Well, the hydrowave is going to uh, go after bacteria, and I don't know that it's from the standpoint of, you know, having the oxygenation improved through the hydrowave could be of benefit, but I don't know that it would be the, uh, uh, would be the necessary with the, uh, with the arthritis um, with hydrowave wouldn't hurt okay. but I, I, just, I don't know that it, it, it's more in line of fighting bacteria and that type of situation. Okay. Okay, dope. And how long did he have to do him twice a day? How, how long? He just did... got injected. Yeah, yesterday he got injections. Uh huh. Six of them in his neck. What did they inject? Um, steroids, because she said that the stem cells probably wouldn't help. Because it, I mean, it's real bad. She didn't even know if she could get the needle in the one because there's like hardly any space there. I would give I would give the injections you know 24 hours to let them 24 hours or so to let them set in if you will, and then then you can come back and, and begin to treat. Take a look in the test testimonials. Beth Ann Hamelbacher sent us a video years ago. She had a horse that could not flex its neck at all, and after a few treatments, she got much better flexation. The the horse was much more comfortable. And I think the, you know if your question is how long can you do that. As long as you're, when I say long, how many days or how, how as, as long as it's there. I mean, if you get relief and you're able to stop for a couple of days to get yourself some relaxation or from that type of schedule, great. Because the more you do it, the, the longer it's going to last. So you might get to a situation that you treat him three times a week uh, as opposed to every day, twice a day. So the more you do it, the more longer or the longer the result will last. Okay, yeah, because I've been doing them every other day. Okay. Um, but I, I didn't realize how bad he is, so I thought an X-ray yesterday. Right. And yeah. I feel horrible. Well, you know, and, and so you're providing comfort, you're, you're tr helping the stress level that he's experiencing, and, and I certainly would not. Uh, if it makes him comfortable, I would do it um, and, and to help him along. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Send an email to support at MagnaWave PMF. You'll be entered in to uh, win the, the, uh, today's gear back. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Best Bye. to your horse. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Great question. Uh, and, and that's always a question, how often can I do it? Um, you know, there really aren't any limitations. There's really nothing that you're going to cause by uh, using these types of uh, applications. Um, to provide this energy to the animal that you're that you're working with, so um, you have to do it to whatever to whatever works. Um, as I was saying earlier about my wife, we treated her for 30 days. She got two weeks worth of relief. We treated her another 30 days every other day, so we didn't have the detoxification issue, and we stopped, and she got four weeks worth of relief, and that's where she's been for the last 
oh, 14 years now, is that every three to four weeks she treats her area of her back where she has her herniated discs and she's good for three or four weeks or until the grandkids come over and she's lifting them up, carrying them around, and it aggravates a little bit and she treats. And so that's, that's how we approach that. Any other questions? Uh, certainly uh, give me a call, 502-599-9722 and I'd be happy to uh, call you back. Um, let's see, flush toxins from the body, that's the last question there. Uh, we're getting close on time. If you have any other questions, uh, simply put them in the uh, Facebook stream and put them into the YouTube and I'll, they'll show up. If you're on CastBox, you can uh, post them on CastBox. Uh, don't know if any other questions are there that I'm missing. Um, has anyone had experience with a hematoma on a horse's ear? Um, this is my personal horse. Well, if it's a hematoma there and it's on the ear and you want to try to help the, again, you're going to massage the area, try to move what's coagulating there or forming there away. And uh, so to certainly treat the ear, you might do it uh, daily for uh, five or six days in a, at a comfortable setting because you are up, you know, around the pole and so forth. So you want to do it at a comfortable setting. Some people have taken the butterfly and put it over the ears and treat in that fashion or you could simply hold the butterfly or the paddle right on the area, treat comfortably uh, so, the, so the animal remains comfortable and no stress and uh, hopefully you can get, get the, achieve the result that you're looking for as far as uh, relieving that type of situation. Um, should you should you drench, I'm, I lost here a little bit, should you drench HydroWave? Should you drink HydroWave um, to make sure horse is getting it? If so, what's the dilution? I have a horse that ran into a pipe fence, has a hole in his skull, surgery to remove part of the septum and close the hole. He has stench, bad odor, bad odor, otherwise healthy, eats and drinks, etc. Okay, uh, yes, you could spray the area. Uh, the, the colloidal silver in the hydrowave is beneficial for the healing process and to help keep the area clean and it's more sterile. And then the oxygenation that's there as a topical is, has been shown to be very effective with wound control in that type of situation. You could put the dilution would be um, it's an interesting question, dilution for a horse. Uh, you could put a, a couple ounces in its drinking water um, once a day and uh, then that horse will get it. It'll be in its system and it will go to the area, certainly as it travels through the blood, uh, to the area where the problem is occurring to help keep any infection down by attacking the bad bacteria, uh, the, the like negative bacteria that's there, negatively charged bacteria, so that it could be beneficial internally as well as externally in this type of situation probably more direct externally as a topical. The dilution for that quite often is 50-50. So you would take some HydroWave and, and mix it 50-50 with water and spray it uh, in that situation. There are people that have used HydroWave at 100%. It's not, it's not a problem uh, to do that. A lot of people who use the HydroWave for pink eye in cattle uh, use it straight up 100%. They don't necessarily dilute it and uh, they approach it from that situation. However, the dilution 50-50 uh, that we typically use uh, is very effective and I would think as effective as 100% in that type of direct contact type of situation. So uh, certainly uh, that would be the situation there. For human consumption, uh, folks typically put four ounces of HydroWave into a gallon of water. 
uh, purified water or in some cases tap water if necessary if that's all you have available uh, four ounces to a gallon and then they'll consume uh, four to five ounces twice a day uh, to keep it in their system and to do the job uh, that they're looking for um, what I do is I take a bottle and I, I'll take an eight ounce bottle and I'll split it and I'll do it 50-50 and I'll have an ounce a day uh, that I'll just drink uh, squeeze it up in the bottle and take it and, and away I go to uh, try to stay healthy and happy internal. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, Premier, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, any other questions, simply uh, post them here. We're about out of time. If you'd like to talk and be entered for the gear, 502-599-9722, and uh, we'd be happy to uh, answer your questions and give you a call. Okay, um, and I think we're about out of time. No other questions from you guys uh, that we have? There's a follow-up. I do have a question. Just pop. Oh. Dogs drinking water. Help with bacteria and dog breath. Is the dilution still 50-50? HydroWave um, <clears throat> in a bowl. You don't have to dilute it if you're going to put it in the dog's drinking water. Uh, depending on the, the size of the dog, I would say a couple of capfuls into uh, the drinking water. Uh, can it help as they're drinking uh, with the bacteria? Certainly the bacteria in their mouth that could be causing uh, bad breath uh, in the animal and ingesting it. It could m maybe be beneficial to help aid that situation. Something you could do would be to also uh, put it in a spray bottle at a 50-50 dilution, let's say, and spray it uh, you know, on their gums, around their mouth, on their tongue to get it directly on there. When they're drinking, you know, they're drinking and swallowing, so you're not getting it sloshing, if you will, like we may use it if we're doing it like a mouthwash, if you have an internal sore in your mouth or a cut or something that you want to uh, put a dilution or put some in there and then slosh it around, uh, you, you can certainly do that. So that may be a way to approach the dog that's having that situation would be put it in a spray bottle, mist his gums, mist his tongue, mist under his tongue and around and then let him have some that you spray enough that it actually moves uh, down his tongue uh, through his esophagus uh, would be a way to approach that. Great question um, and uh, certainly but in the in the water just put a few capfuls or a couple of capfuls in the water it's there it's going to stay there and they're going to consume it and then it'll be in their body until they until they pass it uh, normally so you could put it um, if they're drinking their water my dog my little dog's four pounder uh, a bowl of water a small bowl of water will last him a couple of days so you might put a, a capful in or a few drops in on a little bitty four pound dog uh, every day into that water it's not going to hurt anything to approach it in that situation okay uh, great questions um, and I hope that you're getting the answers that you're looking for. We are about out of time, so I want to thank you for being with me today. Don't forget, if you're, if you're looking for some CBD products, check out jutehealth.com, and uh, we're happy to talk to you there if necessary. But uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, we look forward to being back with you next week to answer your questions and to help you better understand and learn about MagnaWave and PMF therapy and how it can be beneficial to your health, your animal's health, and your pet's health, or your large horse, a cow, whatever. The situation may be. So thanks for being with you. If you have questions, send them to me. Have a great day. Wave on to better health and have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye.